Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Eliminate clutter and embrace the freedom of HyperX wireless gaming gear for PC and console. Power through all the great monthly PlayStation Plus games with the Cloud Stinger Core Wireless for PlayStation. Enjoy lightweight comfort with reliable wireless freedom, so you won't miss plot points when you head to the fridge. High-quality HyperX wireless products can be found at most fine retailers, as well as online at Target, Micro Center, Best Buy, Amazon, Walmart, or shop directly at HyperX.com and HP.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chat of the Wild is part of the HyperX Podcast Network. To find out more information and other great shows, go to podcast.hyperx.com. Oh, to everybody, welcome to Chat of the Wild. Gaiden. <laughs> in this season, we are playing through Okami. In our last episode, we went into a... Well, we opened up a, a um, sunken ship. We got access to that. Uh, before we get into that, though, we're going to... We, there, there was a lot of extra stuff that we could do. We could run around. We've gotten multiple upgrades now, so we can dig deeper. We can jump higher. Um, that gave us the ability to go back to some other places. I found... A little grotto that gave me another boss battle against the spider boss. Wow. Um, Yeah. Where was that? In an off, a little uh, detour from where we had to move the water up to the sprout to to bring that tree back to life. There's a little detour you can take around that area Mm -hmm. that has one of those big stone slabs with the glowing like X at the top, and if you have the upgraded digging, you can do that. Okay. It opens up a grotto. Oh, a that's what the upgraded digging is. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I saw that, but I couldn't. I didn't have the upgraded digging. So. Yeah. Because we've seen those um, spots throughout the game, and mm-hmm. that's how you do it. Okay, cool. I'll go get that. So you can do that. Uh, it gave you uh, whatever they call the piece of hearts on this. The the broken sunstone. Sun yeah, sun shard, something like that. Um, okay. Also, there was uh, we we mentioned it in the last episode. Um, more of those digging mini games, and there is <laughs> one in particular that you can do that is just a, a a little grotto off to the side. And oh my god, this one took me forever. Oh I yeah, restarted so many times. Um, it had just the issue of putting a bomb 
I, well, this is what I had to do so many times is putting a bomb one level above so that I didn't break everything below it because I just needed to break one bombable rock above <laughs> a, a more fragile one. Cause if I broke the bottom one, the guy would just fall down and be stuck in this little spot and he just couldn't do anything. Also fighting the time limit was super difficult. Yeah. Cause your bombs use up time. They take forever. Well, no, but they also it costs time to use a bomb. Wait, what? Yeah, it, it has really? like a little number. I think I, unless I'm mistaken, I thought no, I saw this. No, no. Okay. I think you. I think you. I think that was just coincidence. Maybe. Okay. Maybe your guy hit a spike thing as he was like walking off on the side. But I, I had this. This happened to me too because uh, this is the first one I got into. The first one of these digging things. So that when I got to the next one. I was much more well prepared because I forgot about the water spout that you can use to like shoot him up and over something. And I definitely forgot about the fact that you can use your brush to slash through the dark brown blocks with the cracks in them. Because I was trying to use my bombs to break those. And just slashing them is much easier and much less time consuming. Um, right. I was using wind as well to push the guy along to make him go faster. You can, if you circle him just to make him bloom, he'll run. Yeah. And so I accidentally messed one of them up once because time doesn't stop when you're in painting mode. And so I did one real fast and it made a circle around him and he took off and I was like, oh, cool. But it, it messed up my timing on something because I wasn't expecting it. And uh, yeah. if you use it. wind, they'll jump. Over stuff. Oh, like a long, they do a long jump. Okay, that's for the jumping. Because I made him jump over some stuff, but yeah, that one was also annoying because there wasn't like a, a path like in the first one we did, where there was a sandwich where you just have to find your way down to the bottom, and then it's unobstructed where he can walk and find the actual yep. digging spot. Yep, that one didn't have that, and it was really bad. You had to get him all the way to the bottom right corner. And getting to there, you have to know exactly where you're going. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very frustrating. And the reward, I was just like, why did I bother doing this? Because it's just heart another contain- piece of the piece. sunstone. Yeah, just another heart piece. Um, was not worth it for me, I feel like. Um, is this, I this did is this... a guy with the pendulum, right? This is bingo. Yes. What? I talked to him, but all he said was like, Oh, I my pendulum pointed to where I was supposed to go, but I lost it. <laughs> it there is there is some there, there I, there's some rubble in front of him or something. I can't remember if it's a pile of leaves. It's like a pile or, of leaves, yeah. Yeah, so you blow those out of the way, there's a hole, then you talk to him a couple more times. Yeah. And he will be like, "Ah, there it is." I, and I that, didn't blow a, a lot of grotto. leaf piles in this one, but I I just happened to run past him on my way to the bridge and was like, "Oh, hey, I'll do this." And I ended up being there for like 20 minutes. I mean, because I, I tried to dig in the leaf pile. Uh, right. To just use wind. <laughs> but this also reminds I, me that I think there's a wind, there's a leaf pile outside the bomb guy's house. So I'm going to go back. For there that. is. Yep. Yeah. I, it's, it's annoying that those things come back. The leaf piles always come back. Um, and you can dig up a treasure chest underneath one, and then that leaf pile will come back over oh. it. And then when you blow it away again, it just shows an open, empty treasure chest. That sucks. 
It's very annoying. That is kind of annoying. I ended up wasting some time too at the the bridge before the city, the the, the checkpoint. There are a couple of those floating pink flowers that you can vine to. Mm-hmm. I cannot figure out how to get across those because I can only reach one. I can only get one to bloom when I'm close enough to there, it. There's, there's the first one, and then it looks like there's a second one right there. But if you look it, up and to your left, there's, there's the actual second ones right there. I feel like I did this before, but I couldn't remember. And I got way far in the chain and ran out of ink. And so then mm. I used an infinity stone and still fell, and I fell twice again before I could get all the way to the end and was like, mm, never mind, we're done here. I was convinced that there was something with the the draw distance. That literally, <laughs> it's just not spawning it because it's too far away. You, you just, I thought that, I was like, I, that happened to me once. I fell down right after I popped the infinity stone. It was like, it didn't bloom. And then I saw the one I had. I was actually supposed to look at. I'm going to try it again. Cause I am, I, I want to get a lot of this stuff. I want to see what's in this world because yeah. I have had complaints about the writing of this and some of the character design, the female characters design specifically. Um, but I just love looking in this world. I love running around in this world. It's, it's and pretty chill to hang out in like, as long as I don't have to fight any monsters, I want to do it. Like if there's, and I don't have to dig anymore. If, if I find another guy, that's an optional thing. And he's like, we're going to go dig and we're going to search down here and be like, nah, we're not, we're not going to do that. Unless there's like um, 20,000 yen at the bottom of this hole. I'm good. In the, in the first town, there were actually, there's two hidden treasure chests above the outlook bridge where we saw Mr. Orange. And they are hiding in the like the 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 wood structure underneath the bridge. And I think now that I have that triple jump, I can reach it the way they intended. But I kept jumping down above it and trying to do a headbutt in the air to reach yeah. it. I was able to find one. The other one I still couldn't get, and I think that has one of those marbles in it. I think with the and, the the double jump, does the double jump let you use your wall jump at the end nope yeah it's one or the other it's really odd because they're like the same height basically except maybe like a little off and so i don't understand that it's just yeah it just modifies that jump basically where you can just do that jump without actually being against a wall yeah which sometimes is useful other like out of out of the demanded context of needing to reach the the moon platform, um, it hasn't been. I mean, I, yeah, I guess it just more makes, jumps. Like it's just fun to move around that way. Yeah, I guess it just makes your wall jump available at all times. But I've had instances yeah. where I tried using a double jump to reach something, and it was like, nope. And then I used a wall jump, or or the wall jump was a little shorter than the double jump, or I don't you know. At some point, we're going to get understand. another move uh, because we've we've seen these towers with a big cat statue on it. Yeah. At some that. point, we're going to get a move that lets us go up even higher against walls. Oh. So eventually, we'll have an ability to like get up really high. Okay. And so it's like not even necessarily like if you if you didn't do any side stuff here, I don't blame you. 
because we still don't have the full like move set that we're going to be able to use in here. Well, uh, yeah, obviously. There's still four brush techniques out there. Yeah, there's man. brush techniques and there's probably going to be dojo moves. There's probably going to be at least one more pair uh of dojo moves that we'll be able right. to buy. And speaking of dojo moves, Brian, did you see that they now have brown fury available or something to that effect? What? No. Golden Fury and Brown Fury? Yep. No. There's an upgrade. Oh, oh is it one of the locked Brown it's, Fury? I I didn't read any of the the locked moves. Um, I gotta look at that. I'm excited. I'm excited. It's good to know. <laughs> uh, anything else that we may have missed running around? Um, not part of the main story. It, not really a thing to miss, but is. Do we know if Rao is the temple priestess that the guy was talking about near the bell? When we first get into this area, yeah. Okay. And they're off. Yeah, because we don't we didn't really even get into like the town's in the middle of like this massive illness and everyone's dying and there's like a pandemic going on. Well, well, yeah, because it's, it's just coming it's out just, of the palace, sort of. It's basically the same thing that we had with the previous town, where the whole thing is cursed, and we can't do any brush techniques inside of there. Yeah. At, the, at least we aren't being sapped of our techniques, so we can still run around really fast in that's here. That's true. Uh, but largely, it's the same kind of thing. It's, And that's, you know, for me, I I feel like a little disappointed with that, where they're just sort of like, you know, repeating the same episode. Uh, just with just making it slightly different in a different mm-hmm. place, um, but we can work towards saving them by going into the sunken ship. Uh, after after we have opened up the water there and we go in, we get a cutscene where Rao shows back up. She talks about like here's here's what my pl- my prayer slips can do. She jumps on her back and then tells us you can draw from me to something, and I will throw like a ninja star my prayer slips and with that she can remove curses we can use it on curses remove and on curses enemies. kill ghost the ghosts are crazy because they move still while you're freezing yep. time yeah that's yeah. uh it's, it's kind of strange I, I like the design of the ghost though it was refreshing yeah. there were there we were also... a few different designs too we also get the head of the two monsters that we have, the two bosses we've killed, can can curse that us that was? momentarily. Yes. Yep. Okay. They just oh, appear yeah. and, like, cover the entire screen. They don't actually do anything else other than freak us out, which was successful for yeah, me. Yeah, definitely. Looks like the captain's head from uh, Majora's Mask. Like, rawr, 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 rawr. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, very um, much bubble, very very bubble energy out of these guys. I I like this section. This is like a mini dungeon. We don't get a boss yeah. at the end. Um, we do have a weird sludge monster that sort of follows us around the whole time. <laughs> I like. Did him. you guys? Did you kill it at the yeah. end? Yeah, I did. I thought maybe I had to. BC, you look confused. There's a wait. There's a sludge monster. Do you mean the hand monster? Yeah, yes, yeah. the hands. Yes. It's like I, uh, a big sludge face in the in the bottom of the pool or whatever. Uh huh. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't see the thing that actually, like, 
created the hands. It scared the crap yeah. out it's totally of me. It's totally optional. Playing a ton of Elden Ring, as many of you probably know. <laughs> and uh, there's these giant finger spiders that drop out of the ground no, or no. off the walls. Or I actually like this guy. I don't want to talk about the wall masters. Yeah, wall masters and floor masters were already bad, and the Elden Ring finger spiders have just made it worse. Oh uh, God! So there was a lot of trauma in this section for me. It's a real problem in my life right now. This guy, however, was pretty cool. Uh, I like how they even as a way of uh, part of its design is because you'll get caught in the water. I think at some point you have to swim back and get around again. And it's too long of a swim for you to make with your your dog stamina. And so one of his attacks is he brings his hand up and then after a second crushes like, you know, like gra- tries to grab you. But it also has the added benefit of helping you get back to the start of the room. Yeah, I guess I didn't get to see that part. Um, there, There is these two sections where we get introduced to basically two new enemies. We meet them at first as like they're separated. They're like these two crabs. Yeah. Um, they have and, different attacks. Yeah, I could not figure out what I was doing against them. Eventually, I started damaging them. Yeah, I don't know what I did. I think you literally just hit them until their shells break. Yep, I think that was what I, I ended up throwing landing on rouse cards at them too. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but then I, I was trying. We, stuff. we go through there. Uh. We we do have to raise and lower the water in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have to do it a lot. This isn't Water Temple. Yeah, thankfully it's but, a mini dungeon. Yes. Uh, we get to an area and they specifically say, uh, if you make it sunny, the water will come back in. You do that, it brings water back. Um, and right. then you basically go backwards the way you came. The area's flooded. We get a second fight with these crab things. Mm-hmm. And they fuse together and become like a shark. Uh and then you're fighting this shark that's swimming through the water. And I don't know. I didn't get touched in that second battle. Yeah, I think I, I got I didn't hit like know once what or I was twice, doing. But it, it, I figured it out pretty easily, I guess. Just I slashed at the right times. Yeah. I had a, a little bit of trouble with the second battle, but it was more just getting the camera in a position where I could slash the shark effectively. But, uh, that this enemy was one where I loved the character design because when you break off their shells in the first fight, I I just stopped and I said, "Does this crab have a shark face yeah, or a it's, butt?" It's it's strange. It is very strange. So you fight this enemy, these two enemies that have a shark face and a shark tail as their as their tails, and then you fight them again and they're fused into that shark, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. Well, when when you first get into there, you do see like this giant pile of bones in this ship, and it's like it <laughs> yeah. is it is a ghost ship. Like it's it's real creepy the way they do a lot of this stuff. The Just the design in general is so creepy looking. The top was like destructible too. I don't know if that figured into the fight itself, but yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah, I didn't play around with it. I jumped on top of it at one point, thinking it was going to do something if I did that. Nothing happened, so I moved on. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that, that sludge monster too, as we go along, you'll see the hand like come up and there's one point where you're running across this bridge area where it almost is doing like these like gang, it, it's like the same symbol, but the way it's doing it almost looks like a gang sign. Like it's just like the way its fingers are, 
uh, it was really easy to like dodge left and right past it. Well, but I just left thought it was right funny the way that it was moving. Jump over it or go under it, depending. Um, yeah, like the, this. There's a lot of physics puzzles in here for this for such a small thing. There's mm-hmm. multiple, like you know, we have to run on barrels in the water or on the ground to get them to roll. Um, they, they try and push us off the bridge. There's a, a cannon later that is actually like you have to fine tune like yeah. the balance of of the of it. It's pretty great. Yeah, it was fine. Um, the when you mentioned ru- uh, running on the barrels, I got really annoyed. And again, this was optional. After you like got done with this area, that sludge monster is just like laying on the ground when it's like all dried up, and there mm-hmm. are these spiked barrels next to him. Yeah, they were in the water the whole time. Yeah, um, but they're next to him, and if you run on top and just roll him over him, it'll damage him. The problem is it's really easy to fall off those barrels, and if yeah. you touch him, you take damage. And so I kept, like, not fully, like, I kept, like, just rubbing up against the invisible sort of barrier around it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't know if I have to do this. You get, like, a good chunk of faith if you do take him out. But that's it. I, the physics are a lot tougher on the ground as as well as compared to the water. The water's a little bit more forgiving because you actually, it, it has momentum. They're heavy on the ground. And so getting I it to start. I was trying to headbutt it. Like... Okay, yeah, I see. I guess I was standing on them too. And it took a lot more effort to get it to roll up on top of the thing because then it rolled off the other side too. And I had to come back. Because it takes a while. You just have to sit on top of it for a while, and eventually it dies. Right. Uh, but that that is uh, basically the, the pirate ship. There's some treasure at the end. But we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we get back, we'll wait to see what is in the treasure room and what we can do with it. Right. Hey, everybody, it's Patreon time. It's been a minute since we've done. It's been a minute since we've had one of these. Hey, leave uh, it in. Din is, uh, is a goddess, so you know that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Uh, if you go to Patreon.com/slash/ShadowTheWild, you can join up in supporting us. We have two different tiers. We have the Hylian Helper tier at a dollar a month, and uh, then we have the Sheikah Supporter tier at five dollars a month. Uh, for that. For that $1 a month, you get some cool things like joining in on our Discord, uh, getting a monthly side quest episode where we talk about games that aren't Zelda or Zelda likes. You get to vote for Zelda like seasons. Yeah, you get to pick what we play. Yeah. Uh, that, I think that I think that's a pretty cool perk to have on there. Tell us what game we want to play. You can, you can yell at us during community day. Uh, yeah. If 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 sitting in the chat, typing in the chat is not enough for you, and you really want to tell us how bad we are, you can hop in the voice chat at at, a, at just a dollar a month. You can watch us be bad at video games in real time. That's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then you also get to pick which game we play. You can play with us. You can, as long as as long as we can easily obtain this game, whatever it is, uh, we'll, we'll play with us. That's for uh, five. That's for five. But that is yeah. right. That's the five. Okay, you got to pony up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then with the five dollar one too, 
you get to <laughs> pick the games that we play for the the community days. You can play along with us. Uh, you also get a cool sticker. Some of the Patreon, some of the different patrons have been getting theirs, and they look great. It has our uh, classic uh, Zelda Two inspired <laughs> logo on there, and <laughs> you you get that. To, to tell people you put on your laptop and you're like hey look at this why do you like Zelda this is a too? podcast <laughs> you're like no it's not that it's a podcast you can be talk ridiculed about by your friends and family for your love of Zelda 2 for just $5 a month um, <laughs> we'll also have more stickers going out so for the people that stick around on that stuff you'll get more stickers with, with different graphics so there you, you can rep our show and we there. really do appreciate it uh but either of those tiers, if you go and sign up, you get a shout out. We got a little form. You fill it out. You tell us about your favorite Zelda games, and that's exactly what Maddie B did. Maddie B. Uh, their their favorite Zelda game is the Minish Cap. They say it's still awesome. It's a fantastic concept, and would love a Switch remaster. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, get the people that were doing the Link's Awakening uh, remake. Have them do that. Just put it on the Nintendo Switch Online. Just let people play it. What are you doing, Nintendo? I, I'm you have this game. Just make it put accessible it out there. for the people. Yeah. Para la gente. Four for four. It is, it, is, it is a very good game on its own. Uh-huh. Very little work actually needs done to improve this game. Yeah, like, maybe. just re-release it again. I, I would, That's I would That's also all do. just like more uh, shrinking mechanics in games anyway. Oh yeah, there's yeah. I mean, there's if you want to talk about to games had. where like, yeah, games that let you just like explore its world in different ways of like shrinking down or getting really big, like going into stuff, like absolutely, such a great mechanic. Great. Um, still, I still hold out that we may see that in Breath of the Wild too, because that was something that got left on the cutting room floor for the uh, Breath of the Wild one. And who worked and on both of those games? Yes, that is a, that is a, a thing that they do is they will take some concepts that didn't make it into a previous oh. game and bring it over to the next stuff. Concepts, dungeons, you know, whatever they got. But yeah, like Brian said, they the the person in charge of this one has been working on uh, Breath of the Wild one as well as Minish Cap. So they they have had a fondness for shrinking down, and maybe we will see this return. Mm. Uh, their favorite Zelda. Their favorite Zelda item is the spinner. They say it's underrated and underused. Yes. It is a forgotten item. Um, it, it was very interesting for an hour that you had it in there, but then really the issue was that they stopped using it in the game. Exactly. Yeah. It's uh, underused. It wa- <laughs> it's yes, underrated it, it and was- underused. Both of those are true things. <laughs> By the developer of the game. Exactly. <laughs> it deserves better. Uh, and then their favorite Zelda-like is Okami. So you're welcome, Matty B. Uh, we're spending months literally talking about Okami and how much fun it is. Just for you. Yeah. So, like I said, go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild. You can go and join up. You can get uh, you get the back catalog of the side quests as well. So when you get when you sign up on that, 
you will suddenly have access to a bunch of previous episodes. Mm-hmm. If you, uh, I forgot to mention too that the five dollar tier does also get episodes a week ahead of time. So if you jump on here and then you're suddenly caught up with all this stuff and you're like, I want to hear the next thing right now, yeah. you can go and bump up that pledge. Even if you just want to do it once for one month, you can go ahead and do that real quick. You can also hear the uh, exciting conclusion to our uh, series reviewing the Legend of Zelda cartoon series. Right. You'll get access to those immediately as well. Because, yeah, yeah. See how that ends. Uh, There is one other shout out that I wanted to, to do because it's something that I forgot was even an option. Uh, Ryan Ballard went on to uh, Anchor FM on there and actually went ahead and subscribed to us at, at a, a certain amount on there that I forgot that that's something you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have anything set up for that right now. So, but uh, thank Ryan, you thank you us. for for supporting us. Absolutely. That's amazing. Want to give Thanks, you a shout Jay. out there. Hot, hot, Any. Get in contact with us uh, on our on our Twitter or something and uh, we'll, we'll get you, you get the Discord. Yeah, I'll send you that form. You can fill it out. Although, I also do think Ryan did also sign up for the Patreon after two. Oh, okay. So, if that's the case, thank you, Ryan, so much for supporting us. We want to make that up for you as soon (laughs) as we can. We do have another uh, one to record, which we'll we'll do next week. But, yeah. Yes. Anyway, uh, thank you all for listening. Let's go ahead and get back to the show. The Hardcore Gaming 101 podcast is on a mission to rank the top games of all time. I like the idea that when Bruce Wayne gets angry, he switches to the Batman voice. Why do you have such a problem making boomerang shaped like a bat? You mean like Batman? Not like Batman! Just make it for me! Bruce Wayne, I can't even with this guy. It's a Herculean task, and I'd be lying if I said it hasn't taken a toll on our cognitive faculties. Most people would be happy to have a job during a global pandemic. (laughs) Dennis... Hardcore Gaming 101, twice a week, every week, right here on the HyperX Podcast Network. Eliminate clutter and embrace the freedom of HyperX wireless gaming gear for PC and console. Power through all the great monthly PlayStation Plus games with the Cloud Stinger Core Wireless for PlayStation. Enjoy lightweight comfort with reliable wireless freedom so you won't miss plot points when you head to the fridge. High-quality HyperX wireless products can be found at most fine retailers, as well as online at Target, Micro Center, Best Buy, Amazon, Walmart, or shop directly at HyperX.com and HP.com. Video Death Loop is a show where we watch a short clip on loop until one or both of us can't take it anymore. Each week, one of us picks out a video the other does not know about to their dismay. Video game cutscenes, TV show openings, music videos, and occasional horse videos are just some of the clips we've ran and we're five seasons in. Check us out every Friday. So, we're back. We're still in a scary ghost ship, but we have bested the beasts within and uh, got to the treasure room. When you get there, there's like five or six treasure chests, including some mimics. We didn't talk about the mimics. Some of the treasure chests, when you get near them, a hand comes out and it attacks you. And then even when you use uh, Rouse cards to hit it, they turn into a bomb and can damage you that way, too. So that was fun to find. I kept forgetting. You catch on fire you know just damage oh yeah you. yeah your tail catches on fire you are damaging and you are <laughs> taking damage for an amount of time you get inflicted with burn <laughs> um 
but we get up here and uh, there's all these treasure chests, some some standard things, there's some statues, there's some consumable items, but then there's a magic hammer. And uh, w- during the break, BC brought up, we had to look up something on this beforehand. So we actually did a quick research on this here because uh, all of us were kind of like familiar with this idea of a magic hammer. Like there's just like something that we're, we're, we're somewhat familiar with on there. It, it shows up in a bunch of video games. It shows up in um, like the Mario, like the Mario and Luigi games. It shows. Up I was, in, that's what uh, I was going to make a joke about games. that. It's, it's a common <laughs> trope of a hammer that shrinks you down to size. So mm-hmm. I figured it had to be something. And BC, you looked up a, a, a short Wikipedia on this here, and we actually had some revealing things. Yeah, so uh, the Magic Hammer is from the story of Isan Boshi, probably butchering mm-hmm. the pronunciation, but it's the same folklore, folk, like piece of folklore that Isan is from. So yeah. it's about a kid who's born only like an inch tall, and then uses a magic-sized changing hammer to kill a demon by jumping into its mouth and expanding to six feet tall. Uh, yes. Which is very relevant for what we're about to do. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, though, we get this mallet and we're not sure what's going on. Uh, we don't even explicitly know what to do, except when we... Uh, well, well, I guess I'm jumping ahead on some things. So we... we we have this mallet now. Uh, Rao says, like, okay, we got to leave. We get out of the this the, uh, ghost ship. And, and the mallet is a surprise because we came here specifically for the, like, the rods Fox and rods. rods. And, yeah. And so those aren't in there. It's just this hammer, which is odd because Rao didn't know that. But the guy on the beach who told us about the hammer knew about that. Did you guys uh, yeah, the I, I did. There's a guy um, who wants his dog. There's another no, guy there, there's on the another beach person. who's like, hey, that sinking ship had a, uh, had a okay. mystical hammer in it. Oh, no, I missed that guy. Yeah, but uh, we go and leave here and we get a cut scene uh, that the the water has risen back up and everyone's just counting on Amy to get them back to shore. Like, Feels so bad for this dog right now. They're like, "Come uh, on, man! Especially- like, let's go faster!" And I'm like, "Faster! Like, we're on a dog. Dogs- we have seen Amy cannot swim super far either. Not yeah. I was like, that was another thing. It's like <laughs> this cutscene has gone on way longer than I know my swimming stamina will allow. <laughs> exactly." Um, but we get almost like, I don't know, this jaws like moment where we start to like see a shape in the distance on the water mm-hmm. and everyone's like looking around of like, what was that? Once um, again, Eason is not at all listening to the words that a woman is saying because she's just like, yeah, no, I'm really worried this. We need to go faster. And he's like, you know, we'll get there. It's just a dog. It'll take a while. And she's like, no, oh. you don't understand. Like this is we need to go faster because there's what the water dragon is like ah you know whatever ah. no you're you're we i, I do feel like we get to mention this because it's really gross he soon is just like you just have to pee don't you you can oh you can yeah we go ahead that too. just go ahead and do it it's no in the one's ocean. around it's fine no one's watching we don't like, care what does amy think the the creature you're sitting on right now 
But Isun I, is just being way too like personal I, I think, I think about he that. Says like there's plenty of space, like in a way of you can disengage and take care of your business and then come back. But in that moment, yeah, it looks a lot like Dumb and Dumber. We're just like, just go, man. Like, we're fine. We don't care. I may when, or may not be into that. Exactly. When we're when a pervert, a known pervert, right. is saying these things, you right. can't help but think that it's more perversion. Anyway, I still love this game. Don't like Isun. Hashtag cancel Isun. Uh, but as we're doing this, we do start to see, uh, more and more of this creature getting closer and closer to us. And Izun says something along the lines of like, uh, whatever, we can take on any monster we see. And then, right. he, then the water dragon comes out and it's this huge thing. Uh, and then Izun is like, oh, never mind. And I mean, Rao's like, bounces. peace. Yeah. Rao just says, bye. And then just like disappears. Ju- does some like Kung Fu flying through the air, jumping on rocks. Making our way out of here. Yeah. Um, we're left to to get away from this creature. I I don't I understand just, how we... What happened here? It looked yeah, like we got I eaten. Just, I didn't get... I just swam away. I just kept swimming, and it just, like, got away from it. And then yeah. we got on the beach, and Isun was like, that was close. I got, I got hit eaten. or something. Yeah. Oh. I actually what happened made after? a uh, I made a lily pad and then tried to use the wind to blow myself to shore. Didn't mm-hmm. work. Yeah. No, I I swam and was like I looked at I looked for like the closest piece of land for a second. I'm like, I don't know, I guess I'll go here and then I got eaten and then all of a sudden I was on the beach and I was like, are we dead now? Are we in heaven? Is is this That's part weird. of the game? Is this all a dream? Yeah, so my my water technique has been when I get on a lily pad, I immediately double jump in the air and do like a a, a headbutt in the air too mm-hmm. to try try to just get as as far as I can just in the air right. before I hit the water. And so like that's what I did, and I don't know, I just got away from the thing. I just I don't think you can. D- jump out of the water unless you're standing on a lily pad like i can't no that's what i do is i get i I put a lily pad as soon as i touch the lily pad i do double jumps in the air pushing forward right and then do a head butt to just try to get as much distance as i can before i touch the water i just just that's my that's my technique in in this moment Um, i wasn't thinking of technique i was just like what do they want me to do there's a number of different places that it looks like i could go but I'll go to this one, and then I must have just taken too long to decide, or whatever. And that yeah, was I wasn't sure if I was. I assumed it was like a plan loss thing, where you were going to get swallowed regardless. Right. Yeah, I guess I could have seen that happening too. But when I awoke on the beach, I was like, "This is weird." I guess we're okay. The last thing I saw was eaten. Um, but we uh. As soon as as soon as we get on the shore, the hammer does the thing that I hate, where it turns into a compass. Canine tracker, and it just goes in a direction, and it's just like follow this direction, and it's just this just a giant obnoxious floating hammer. But I already kind of know where around we're you. supposed to go. I know where it's pointing me to. Yeah, it is. It, it, BC had mentioned this in the last episode where. 
there was the thought that they put Rao's uh, prayer slips in this specific spot to tell you you're supposed to go back here because if you go up to this little hole next to where those prayer slips were, Isun makes a comment of like, oh, there's this hole that is too small for us to go into. Um, maybe we'll have something that we can use later for it. <laughs> and it's but combined instead, with Waka's terrible prophecy of, hey, you're going to have to go into a small <laughs> space. Yeah. Yes. Um, so they, again, were just, they didn't, trust the players to figure it out and we're just flat out like we're just going to tell you exactly where to go not even going to give you the opportunity to get lost we're just going to put it right in your face go here don't even try to do any side quests because you're going to have this thing bugging you the entire time you should have already done your side quests i love these moments Um, in media though just because you can see once you pick up on it you can see the frustration of the creator that they yeah. had this great idea, <laughs> yes. and they thought it was perfect, and that everybody was going to get it. And then they had to double back and explain it out. It's like when you when you start up the movie Zardoz, and you see the voiceover from the beginning with the floating head. You know, oh yeah, nobody understood this in screen testing. Like no, like test screenings, nobody understood the plot. That's they had to explain the oh, plot crap. in the first ten seconds with the voiceover. Yeah, so. We can go and follow this hammer. It'll take us back to the city. And it takes us to the little the little hole that we can go maybe, through. Maybe it was just like, hey, uh, don't pay attention to the fact that all the commoners are dying in the streets and everyone in the aristocrat section is just like in their house going, you know, things are kind of bad right now. Uh, hi, doggy. Little kids, are, little kids are singing songs about uh, the water inside dragon. of the rich house. Yes. This is also where we, in this area, start to hear that, like, no, there's there's actually an emperor. They call him the former emperor, but, like, everyone's yelling about the princess not being around or not helping or not doing really anything and and just letting everyone suffer. And then we start to hear that, like, no, there's an emperor who only recently is no longer emperor and... He may have been doing some shady stuff uh, when he got sick and may have kidnapped someone. And maybe there's more happening here. Also, did was anyone else stopped cold in their tracks by the symbol they drew for the sheet over our face just showing up on walls in town? Okay, so that's why it was there. Uh-huh. That's the thing that I, I saw... drew was sitting there. Because you drew a Triforce. <laughs> I drew a set of gonads. Uh, huh. And I was horrified to find my drawing. Your graffiti. Not for the reasons of what I drew, but the fact that something I... took the thing I drew in the evil world and is now plastering it on things. It's very unsettling to me. Uh, the fact that it's just, you know, what it is all over town is wonderful. I love it. I'm very happy with my decision, and I will never, ever stop playing every game like it's Jackbox. Speaking of another little detail that I don't think we touched on, during the festival, if you talk to the, I think it's the bamboo guy, 
the yeah. bamboo guy is sitting there drinking his sake and he mentions Kaguya. And he's like, oh, do you remember Kaguya? Do you know anything about yeah, her? Yeah. And no and matter what you answer, he's just like, you don't know anything. You're a dog. You're a dog. <laughs> Shut up, I'm dog. drunk. But the uh, guards in this area, when they're talking about the emperor's questionable behavior, questionable behavior, mm. specifically mentioned that he locked up a woman named Kaguya in the basement. Yeah. One of them says it. Like the rest of the people are just like, I heard about a girl and it's kind of weird in a Jimmy Page way. So I'm just not going to think about it. And then someone brings up, uh, yeah, the name of her. Uh, is there anything else that we, we want to mention on this? Because when we go through that hole, that's where we're going to be wrapping up the episode. I'm just very nope. scared of graffiti in this town now. <laughs> something much bigger is happening. And yeah. Um, well, you, that you, you threw that thing off your face and they went through the wind and landed in some kid's backyard and they picked it up and cool. just like i'm gonna start drawing this on everything I have, i've stencil. never seen this before it's actually a designer been... story uh some designer found it and just thought it was a cool logo and now it's just the hot new thing in the city right. uh, have, <laughs> have i ever told you guys a franklin marshall story no i don't think so okay there is a university on i think the east coast maybe in new york uh named franklin marshall and so, rewind far too long to college BC and being in France on study abroad, I start seeing all these people in Franklin Marshall College hoodies. So, <laughs> I have people in my study abroad program who are from Franklin Marshall. I think they're fellow Americans. And so, I start talking to these people on the subway in English. And they look at me like I'm insane. Like, Hydra kids, hydra wives. This guy's insane. <laughs> Come to find out, some Italian designer or something saw a Franklin and Marshall hoodie, thought it looked cool, and then created a uh, designer brand. So you see all these random French kids wearing Franklin <laughs> Marshall hoodies. It's, and it's yeah, probably intellectual property and across international lines. It's just like, yeah, I can do this. Doesn't yeah. mm-hmm. doesn't matter to me. You, you don't have patents in Italian courts. <laughs> yeah, we've had uh, we've had Jeremy's uh, shower thoughts. You just had BC's random college stories that somehow tie into Okami. So <laughs> anyway, uh, we go back to that little spot, and Isun like warns us about like, all right, are you are you ready for this? Are you ready to get hammered? Uh, and you get an option yep. where it's just like, I absolutely am. Uh, and we get this cutscene. Bring on the shots. The hammer just sort of like waves in front of us. Like I was hoping to get bonked. No, uh, no bonks. But it just, it just sort of waves in front of us back and forth. And we slowly shrink down and then just sort of fly through the air for a second and then blast through this hole. Uh, we come out the other side. We're tiny, and we get this little cutscene where this this person starts talking to us, and this is where we get to actually see Isun. We get to see who this character is. Yeah. Um, I He's don't. 
I don't care to learn more about this character no. right now. Like, we've had so many issues with them where they're like, oh, here's a big reveal. Like, Isun is actually not a bug, but a, a regular person. But a child or something. He's only an inch tall. He's uh, the spitting image of the kid from the folktale. So. Mm. Yeah. Um, um, that, yeah, like, this would be information that, like, when we were, we were talking off recording about, like, just what we bring into what knowledge we bring with us when we play a Zelda game. We have all of the other Zelda games we've experienced before it. Uh, yeah. Other, you know, people who are from Japan or know about this stuff when they played this game would just be like, yeah, that's Ethan. That's the little cricket boy from, from myth. Um, yeah, we don't, we don't know that (laughs) we get to learn about him here though. He does mention in the festival, like, growing up going to festivals and he starts to like trail off and he's like, Oh no, I wasn't thinking about my mom. Shut up. So we find out he sort of has a a past and an origin and a family and a mother. He may or may not miss. We uh, then get Isun to jump on our back again, but this time the proportions are totally different. And Isun tells us that we can, Use him. We can send him by drag going into the paint mode mm-hmm. and dragging him to a thing, and he'll use his swords because he's he's actually a pretty good swordsman too. That's what the he only says. Problem is he's one inch. Um, I don't know. He sliced up that leaf pretty good. Yeah, it's true. Uh, he also won't fight. Yeah, he says he that. Don't throw monsters. me at bad guys. Yes. Don't don't do that. Uh, but I'll I'll take out more leaves for you. Yeah. So you'll be able to do that. Uh, as we run ahead, we do get a cool Honey, I Shrunk the Kids scene of a foot coming through the grass. Yeah. And Isun is just like, you have to be careful or you're going to get smushed. And I'm like, dude, I've only been this size for a couple minutes now, okay? Give me a break. Like, I haven't figured this world out yet. I When when that did happen, though, I was just like, I love all of this. This is like, you know, <laughs> my favorite parts of Minish Cap were when giant, when small things became giant or when you interacted with the big world in the small scale thing. And and so, yeah, like when that happened, I was like, yes, yes, more of this, please. Yeah. But this is where we're going to wrap up the episode. In the next episode, uh, we're going to play up until we finally meet Himeko. Uh, We're going to go ahead and run around this world being real tiny, see what is waiting for us. Hopefully we don't get smushed, probably learn some new powers. But do all that, meet Himiko, listen to what she has to say. Go ahead and hit that save station just outside of her palace. And meet back here and we'll talk about it on Chat of the Wild. Guidance.